You're listening to the Talking True Hoops podcast with Rob Schlatter and Nick Paravalos. If you're new to the podcast, make sure to click that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Make sure to follow us on our social media at Talking True Hoops on Twitter as well as Instagram. Now here's Tip Off with Rob and Nick. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Talking True Hoops podcast, episode number 37. This is uh, Nicholas Paravos and Robbie Schlatz, and we're about to drop some heat in the studio right now. Let's jump right into it, Rob. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets, traded to the Sixers, shakes up the whole power in the East. Um, personally, I think the Wolves, you know, kind of won out this trade because you got to get rid of uh, cancer in the locker room. You know, Carl Anthony Towns has been getting buckets since then. It just changed the whole momentum for the Wolves. As for the Sixers, they get, you know, a star, a known commodity. But how is he going to play alongside Ben Simmons and Fultz um, and Joel Embiid, Rob? Joel Embiid's looking like an MVP this year. And I I think he's going to be, like, the second option to – to Embiid just because I think obviously you think Ben Simmons has a higher upside but I think at this point right now Jimmy Butler is the better player because he has the offense and the defense he can shoot and Ben Simmons still doesn't have a jump shot and like you said this kind of gives a little bit of a power shift and it's like what's going to happen now at the east everyone was kind of looking at the Celtics as the overall favorite Raptors with Kawhi they've been playing nice even though we are a pro hater of the Toronto Raptors on this podcast and they've say, been looking good man I will say that the Raptors you know with Kawhi Leonard cue the laugh <laughs> I, I I honestly I, I don't hate him as much as I used to hate him but I still hate Kyle Lowry yeah oh yeah that's fat, well known fat Lowry fact. man that's fat Lowry from Nova I, I hate him yeah and uh, yeah, I mean, looking at and then you got the Bucks too. You got the, the Bucks are legit with Mike as Giannis coach. and Giannis. And I was hearing a lot of people saying that Mike Budenholzer is probably one of the most underrated acquisitions this off season. He is, and I completely agree. Now, I think that this really now their bench is suspect still. I think it's was suspect before. You know, Covington and Dario as two players. But if I like people were saying, oh, Minnesota won the trade. Dario Sarge is a good player, Robert Covington, but they are very, very, very inconsistent in in my mind. And I think that what you're getting in Jimmy far outweighs the loss that you're getting with those two players. And I just think that it's it was it was a trade that had to be made. And especially with them going into the offseason, are they going to be able to get a free agent the way that they think they will? And this kind of – I don't want to say it locks because Jimmy's a free agent – but it kind of gives them a better shot at saying, oh, you've played here, you've experienced what Philadelphia's like, now we can re-sign you. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think Jimmy Jimmy's going to fit well in Philly. I, I, I mean, because Ben Simmons needs the ball in his hands because he can't shoot, he can't play off ball as well. Yeah. Um, Joel Embiid needs his touches down low. Markel Fultz needs the ball as well. Do you, you see that attempted yeah, free, free throw? throw? It's terrible. He's oh terrible. Oh, my God, it's shooting. awful. Yeah, so, like, that's, that's what I'm talking about. And Jimmy needs the ball in his hand as well. So I don't know how these players are going to mesh together as well. And, you know, you brought up how, you know, Jimmy will see how it pans out in Philly already. Yeah. What if it goes terrible? They just wasted, you know, trading young talent mm-hmm. for a guy that's going to walk in free agency. Yeah. Which I think he will still walk in free you think, agency. You think so? Yeah, I think he's gone. I mean – it's it's still up in the air. Still got to see what happens. You know, you can make the comparisons with the Paul George situation of you know, oh, that people didn't think he would resign then, and then he he resign he would go to the Lakers, but he resigned and stayed in OKC, and it's working out pretty well for them this year. 
but yeah, I, I, I personally, I don't want to make any predictions now of if he's going to stay or not. I just want to see them play. I think it's going to be an entertaining team to watch, and I think that this really will help them close, narrow the gap with the Celtics and the Raptors. I'm still not bought in on the Raptors because it's still the regular season, so we still got to see what happens. You're right. Raptors known to choke in the playoffs, <laughs> um, so we'll see what, what's up with them. You know, yeah, the Celtics, they've been struggling as of late as well. I don't think they're, yeah. you know, completely. But they got, you know, they still meshing with all their talent. Yeah, I th- what are they, 7-6 and six right now? I think that it's just they were talking about putting Marcus Smart in the lineup, kind of shifting it up a little bit in Beantown. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's so early in the season, man. The and Pacers, too. The Pacers, Pacers are, very, are looking they're, good. They're Victor Oladipo. A gritty team. Victor Oladipo looks good. And Sabonis off the bench. And they got they just got a lot of, a lot of deep talent on that roster. And... Yeah, I mean the East is looking like a pr- it's looking very competitive. It's, so in the West too, but I think the East is maybe a little power shift going with all these exactly, young players that we got in the exactly. Eastern Conference. Like the so. top four in the East is is pretty competitive with the top four in the West, except the Warriors. Yeah, so like it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I agree. And uh, so moving on to our next topic, big news of this past week was Carmelo Anthony reportedly reportedly already trying to be waived or not him, but the Rockets are trying to possibly waive him. And going back to the Sixers, if he were to leave or were to be waived, I think this would be a good fit for Melo to go to the Sixers. They need someone, maybe someone off the bench, maybe a power forward if he still wants to start, or I'm sure he wants to start, but maybe if the Sixers want to put him in the starting lineup. You can't go wrong. In the Eastern, they, they need bench depth at this point, but uh, you know I think he would be a good fit for the Sixers. But going back to what he would be doing with the Rockets, you know, the Rockets suck, and I think that it, he's being scapegoated, and I think that Chris Paul has sucked, and James Harden has sucked, and they have not been good. Clint Capella, who got that huge contract, who was supposed to be the big defender, big defensive anchor on that team, has sucked. Mike D'Antoni, who was the offensive guru last year, they lost their defensive coordinator, using air quotes, coordinator. Um, I forget what his name is, but they were already in negotiations of bringing him back after Thanksgiving. And D'Antoni's not a defensive coach, and I think that there's a lot more issues with this Rockets team than Melo. I mean, you're talking about a bench player having the majority of the blame, where you're, it's like, why don't we look at the big stars and James Harden and Chris Paul? So I think that it's just, you know, he's being scapegoated. Uh, D. Wade came out on Twitter and said it's a bunch of BS. You know, Melo's not the same player he was, but, I mean, it's, it's a little bit too much hate. Yeah, listen, I mean, Carmelo Anthony's getting blamed for a team that's – just not looking good right now when it's good it's you know everyone's all happy but when it's bad people are pointing fingers and I guess Melo's the guy to point at it right now but I mean they lost Trevor Ariza Trevor Ariza is a different type of he, you know he's defensive and he could shoot the three I guess they expected Melo, Melo to be that but he's not Melo's a different type of player as for you know the 76ers I, I mean he had his one attempt with the banana boat brother he might as well go to the next yeah. Right. Miami, D Wade, you said the maybe on. Miami. You think LeBron would take a shot on him? Yeah, why not? I could that that show out there in L.A. I could see Melo <laughs> just joining, joining in, the meme in right, right in, yeah, right in. So yeah, I mean Houston. Let's see if they could turn it around because last year they were really good, one game away from going to the from going to the finals. Yeah, and now it's all downhill. They're, they're saying it's a Western Conference Finals hangover. I think it's just the fact that. Maybe this I think it was possibly a mirage last year of what how good they were. They were just playing at such a high level last year and had so much hunger to go after the Warriors that it you know now now talking about it maybe the, maybe it is a bit of a hangover for how much passion they had last year. Uh, but you know it's not looking good for the Rockets. It's so early though that like they should have maybe pulled ho- the trigger, man, for Jimmy Butler. 
Maybe they should. What was it? Four first round picks. That's a lot. I mean, I think they get a first round pick in return. I think they offered that, but you, um, Minnesota didn't want it. And looking at that, I'd be like, why wouldn't you take? Uh, You got to take first four rounds because that's like Nets giving up everything to the Celtics. (laughs) You see the Celtics franchise, like it's a difference. It's 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 really different. And yeah, so I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen to Melo. Maybe he will end up going to the Lakers, who are. You know we got we got to talk about them because LeBron it's to. LeBron man Showtime. and you know they're hovering around the eighth seed right now I think they're in the eighth seed I think they're also seven and six maybe eight and seven one game above five hundred uh, they picked up a rim protector in Tyson Chandler nice. there was a rumor that the GM who is I think it's James Jones now I don't know if he's assistant GM but I know he's high up and he asked for the favor of them to buy out Tyson Chandler I think that that is possible i think it's actually i think it's very possible with lebron at the helm in los angeles but you know maybe tyson chandler just wasn't digging it in phoenix but i was looking at i was looking at it from like oh why wouldn't tyson want to be there he can mentor deandre ayton and he's got all these young players that he'd basically be kind of be doing in los angeles but i I think i don't know he wants he wants another chance man for a ring he's not going to get that extra opportunity in uh you know phoenix but who suck, by the way. I don't know how they suck this bad. I mean, they, they got problems in the front office. That's their, like, well, they, what, the upper they, management. They find their GM, like, after drafting everybody and yeah, stuff. Yeah, really quick. That's so stupid. You know, that's just not how you run a franchise, especially with a coach that, you know, you just hired. So it's, it's all over the place in Phoenix, especially with some young talent there. But, you know, going back to the Lakers, you know, the Lakers, they, you ex- we expected some growing pains, though. Yeah. We expected oh, sure. some growing pains. I will say they are very entertaining to watch. I do enjoy watching him because, you know, LeBron James just being out there, especially with Lance Stevenson doing his thing. Like, I just love watching the Lakers play if I yeah. get a chance. Lance looks, Lance looks fun on this team. He looks fun, yeah, especially. And there's, there's like, no pressure on him, so he's just doing whatever the hell he wants. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Um, Brandon Ingram looks legit. Uh, you know, Brandon Ingram looks like he's he's the real deal out there, the number two overall pick from, from Duke. Um, you know, speaking of Duke, Rob, Let's transition to some college, some college hoops. College hoops, baby! It's about time. Duke having the top three, top three like recruits is a is kind of insane. It's so unfair, dude. It's so unfair, and and people aren't even like talking about Cam Reddish, and it's like Cam Reddish is going number three overall. Yeah, it's gonna go. I don't mean depending on who's picking, it's probably gonna go either Zion, RJ, yeah. and then Cam Reddish, or insane. maybe Cam Reddish will like. You know, insane. Just it's it's they're the Golden State Warriors of of college basketball, and it's just absolutely bananas of what they're able to do at this point. I will say that Duke will probably get upset a couple times. You don't think they're going undefeated? No, because everyone's saying undefeated. Duke could beat (laughs) Duke could beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. I disagree with that statement. That's like the same thing of saying like Alabama. Alabama can beat the worst team in the NFL. No, I disagree with that because Kevin Love would eat against these guys. So? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that and J.R. Smith would get buckets too. I I think the Cavs are definitely better than Duke, but Duke, you know, they got three studs. They also have, you know, they have Trey Jones's brother. Um, you know, Duke's a very good basketball team, but they will lose a couple games. Don't expect them to go undefeated like Kentucky did that one year, and then they got bounced by Wisconsin. You know, it's just how college basketball is. They're too inexperienced, and teams that are inexperienced don't tend to win national championships. Yeah, I mean, but their talents like on another level, which is going to probably propel them to what people are thinking is going to be just undefeated glory. I mean, it's so unfair now that Coach K has caught on to the 
The one and done. The one and done and how good of a coach he is. And he literally, like, the game against Kentucky, I, I was surprised that Army played Duke better than Kentucky did. I mean, the some score was Some nights you have and some nights you don't. Yeah. And, I mean, the hype around that game was ridiculous. And then, like, it looked good for the first, like, five minutes. And then, bah. You got hit by Zion. What RJ I think had thirty four, and um, Zion had uh, twenty eight. And then the uh, last game, Zion had like I think twenty. Hit twenty eight and like thirteen. It's something ridiculous like and that. And like He's it was just a ball. It was I think it was the second or no I think it was the first uh, best scoring outing in a debut for a Duke player ever. And it's just it's not fair. It's not fair. It, like teams like already in the NBA you like if I was a team especially looking at our two favorite teams like the Nets and the Knicks I think if they just like if I saw how good these players are right now I'd be like all right don't win a game again <laughs> like if they hey, Rob, do do the Sam Hinkie uh the thing trust the process trust the process the Nets are in the eighth seed right now so we're looking at playoffs okay all right That's I mean what... for the Knicks it's like all right yeah, let's the get Knicks are bad but the let's Nets get Zion are, the Nets fight they 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 definitely won't quit on the on the coach and the team. Yeah, you know some other guys to look at. Ball Ball's just an absolute stud. Apparently, he's he's good, man. He's, that he's size, very good. taking after his pops. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could shoot the freaking ball too. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oregon Ducks. We'll see him this weekend though in uh, at MSG. Oh yeah, um, UConn. Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about UConn, two and zero, Rob. Two and zero, baby. Took Morehead State out, and, and then New Missouri, yeah. Kansas City. Um, yeah, the team looks good. I, I mean, I'm kind of impressed with the hustle level. Definitely, definitely uh, Dan Hurley brings that. Their defensive intensity is through the roof, which is very impressive to me because last year they were very lackadaisical and very very lazy. Very and disinterested. You've seen a team that's up 20 diving for loose balls. Like, that's what you want from a college team. Yeah. So kudos to Dan Hurley for getting those guys going. Let's They're, see if they can play Syracuse well. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that game. That's uh, Thursday, right? Thursday night at 7. Thursday. Let's go, baby. Oh, it's it's Al Tariq is back and looking Al Tariq is looking good. Got to like keep that. Star. Got to keep that shoulder healthy this year. Yeah. Um, and then looking at some other players that we, you know, has caught my eye. Carson Edwards out of Purdue. He's been looking good. Last year he played good in the uh, – pretty good. In the, I think they made the tournament last year. He played. Yes, I know did. his regular season was and good. And then went down. Their big man went down and yeah. went downhill for Purdue. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, as Buki I saw in the Kansas game, Kansas looks very good. Very, very good. And he's like – I don't know. He kind of reminds me of Robert Williams from last year mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, it's like my comparison, but he's been playing well. There's so much college basketball going around that you can't pinpoint every single guy that's been playing well. Yeah. But like these are the guys, I don't know, these are the games that I watch in particular. Did you see anything? Yeah, Nick Ward from uh, Michigan State. I mean, junior, he's looking good. Um, other than that, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's there's a lot of games there's going so on. Many the brothers games. in Nevada, the Nevada's been looking good. Yeah. Um, the guy from Buffalo, Buffalo upsetting. Um, who'd they upset? Uh, Buffalo. They upset Let's do a search. No, they upset a big team actually. And that guy dropped like forty three on them. Hmm. They ranked now twenty fifth. Wow, they are ranked. Holy yeah, crap. yeah. University of Buffalo ranked. They, I mean, they, they oh, they beat West Virginia. Yeah, by there five. you go. They beat West Virginia in West Virginia. That and their best player dropped forty five. Bobby, so. Bobby Huggins is not looking good right now. They lost. They lost their like. They lost their point guard Javon Smith Carter, who's been there since like I don't know. Is 20, he in the NBA? Did he get drafted? Memphis. He's on Memphis. I don't know if he's on the real team or the G League, but probably G League. That guy was there for like ten years at West Virginia. Yeah, he's probably like a six year (laughs) guy. Yeah, but college basketball looking good, man. Very excited. 
Uh, excited for UConn. Shout out them. They Hopefully we went on Thursday against Syracuse. And then Oregon on Friday. And then Oregon on Friday, man. Going to go up against Bull Bull. Going to see we'll how they're nationally they... ranked if that happens. We would. We yeah, would. I'm, uh, yeah, I think so. Is Syracuse ranked? Yeah. They are? What yeah. are they? Do you know? Uh, I think they're actually top 15. Really? Yeah. Syracuse has a good – I'll give him some respect. Dan Hurley would be a god if he if he did that. And I'll give they, him some respect. They're 15th right now. Oh, they played Moorhead State too. Yeah. I they mean, beat them by four. It's the classic. So I, it's hey, man. Teams. I mean, if they – you know, we handled our business too, so it was going to be interesting. Uh, moving on to free throws, uh, we got – what were your thoughts on the Rockets-Lakers fight? We, I love Team Rondo. You know that. I love Team Rondo. Rondo. I love playoff I, Rondo as well. So. I mean, they were making the excuse that he spit. And his face, I mean, he had, like, a mouth guard, and his, his his deal was, like, he was trying to talk, and, like, a piece of spit fell. And, like, I think Chris Paul just overreacts. Like, I'm not a big fan of Chris Paul, and he just – and he got whopped by Rondo. Chris and then, Paul is one of the one of the players that talks, like, so much shit and yeah. just gets away with yeah, it. And, yeah, yeah. Like, he's so – he's a dirty player. He is. And I think that, like, what Ingram did – I mean, the suspensions were probably warranted. It is what it is. But like, I don't know. It was kind of overblown. I thought it was fun. The what was the fight that happened? Wasn't there another fight that happened a couple oh. weeks ago? Oh, I'm drawing a blank. But I mean, this was this was fun. Like this was good drama. But like, I mean, Brandon Ingram. It was yeah. I think that you know James Harden kind of kind of like he he was an actor on that on that foul initially. Oh and yeah. Fact, so well, so that, like that's that's what that's James what Harden started is. the whole thing because Harden like. Like act, he he sold that foul, and Brandon Ingram had, you know, every right to react the way he reacted. I would have thrown some punches if I was in there as well. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Was PJ Tucker on the court? Because he would have messed up the whole Lakers. Team. Oh man, he would have messed up the whole Lakers. Melo was trying to re- play peacemaker, and oh, so was yeah. LeBron. LeBron. They were they, they were killing LeBron because LeBron put his arm around Chris Paul and was like, "It's okay, buddy." No, and f- and LeBron James, he's such a fairy as well. <laughs> like he. he <laughs> Like he'll we, come, well, we know that, man. He'll come out and he'll say, I'm just doing what's best for my team. I can't get a technical or get suspended. My team needs me on the court. You well, know what? Defend your teammates, dude. They're, they're Vino brothers, though, Nick. They can't be messing around. LeBron's, they, he is on the bottle every night. He's on the bottle every night after a game. He's got to replenish the – that's his secret. That's his, We talked about it the last podcast. That's what he. That's his, that's his little secret. But, Sheesh. yeah, that Rockets-Lakers fight was fun. And it got a lot of attention, and then I don't know. I thought Chris Paul just overreacted. I mean, if someone spit in my face, and like in the heat of the moment, I can understand. But like, I think that he like to to then like poke, like you saw it to like just I'm like, throwing a punch. Yeah, like I, I Rondo reacted perfectly and was just like, I'm not having it. Bah, just got him Good. right in the face. Good. Uh, yeah. So moving on, uh, Jimmer Fredette has 75 in China. Shanghai Sharks, baby. The Shanghai, Shanghai Sharks. Sharks, seven of ten from three. Looking good, man. Uh, I don't know, Jimmer making an NBA comeback anytime soon? Probably not. Probably not. He might as well just stay there and get money and be the face of Yeah, like, man, Chinese be the star. Be, become the Stefan Marbury for the Shanghai Sharks. That's, exactly. that's what he should do. Uh, you have a lot of thoughts on this, the, oh, Austin, yeah. Rivers, the Austin Rivers tribute video. Yeah, when ahead. I saw this, I, I made a note in my phone. I said, Austin Rivers tribute video needs to get discussed. Um, it's an absolute joke from the, Laker, from the Clippers franchise, yeah. Rob Blake. We're talking about a bench player. Just because his, his father is the coach, just though. because his dad is the head coach, does not mean he deserves a tribute video. Tribute videos should be given to players that actually contribute and win playoff games. This man is a bum. This man is a locker room cancer. He is yeah, everything sure. wrong. What's he is everything 
like that went wrong with the Clippers franchise when they were that good is Austin Rivers. I I'm just a mind boggled they gave this guy gave this guy a video, Rob. Yeah, pretty pretty bananas. Um yeah, I mean, they give tribute videos to everyone. I think it's it's ever since like Derek Jeter made his farewell tour, like that's what I think. It's of, a joke. It's like everyone gets a tribute video, everyone gets a farewell tour, everyone gets this that uh, it's just too much, but you know, Austin Rivers good for him, man. He's getting paid. And the Wizards are not so much doing well, though. No, they're done. They suck. They got to blow that thing up. They have to blow it up. Get rid of Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks is not the guy that can manage those personalities. They John need, Wall's got to go too. John Wall. The man. whole team, like they need cut Wall. Get real. Get rid of Beal. Get rid of Porter. Just revamp it. Revamp. Do what the Dwight Hawks. Howard are, do, do what the Hawks are doing. Just get them all. Yeah. Dwight Howard was not a good fit for this, and he hasn't been healthy. But no. Yeah. Uh, got our fast break fantasy. Got some good pickups for you guys. Uh, Going to talk about some of the players that have been playing well so far. That have been, uh, you know, also ones that have been disappointed. Uh, some pickups. I'm not a, a fan of this guy, but he's been playing well. I actually added him on my roster. Tristan Thompson's been very good. Uh, Jay Crowder. Your guy that you were talking about earlier, Shea Gilgis Alexander, it. he's he's looking pretty good. Quick guard, he's looking looking very nice. So these are a couple guys that I think that stand out. That if you look in their their fantasy numbers, that they are very solid, and you should uh, pick up on your waiver wire. Yeah, quick uh, fantasy stat: um, Brooke Lopez is absolutely ridiculous from the three point line. Man, he's been shooting really well. It's my guy. He's been shooting very well. That is my guy. He has more free threes than Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson's I don't want to call him a disappointment, but in terms of where his rank was in the preseason and then where he is now, it's not very good. Quick side note, Rob, did you see uh, Kevin Durant and Draymond Green yesterday? Get it into it? No, I did not. Well, I saw Draymond try and shoot the final shot. Exactly. 11-0 run, 11-0 run, Golden State. Kevin Durant wants the ball for that game winner. On the bench yelling at Draymond. Draymond. <laughs> we have DeMarcus Cousins playing playing peacekeeper. Golden Draymond back telling him, yeah. dude, you got to calm down. Kevin Durant, I mean... Maybe he's fed up out there. He wants to leave. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, and then he'll probably end up on the Knicks. But, yeah. Uh, you yeah. wish. You wish. Yeah, you I wish. W- I wish, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think, uh, yeah, Clay's been a little bit disappointing this year. But, yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, some players that have actually really sucked for their value preseason. Uh, we got Otto Porter Jr. He's always been, like, in those past two, three years. Since he's, he got that big contract. Since he got that big contract, it's just been, you know, not very good for, for the Wizards and him. Uh, Goran Dragic, I'm a little disappointed. He had a good game yesterday, though. I think it's just because he hasn't been healthy. Um, I feel like he comes on late. He comes on yeah, late he in the does. season. S- same thing with the Heat. The whole they, Heat team. The whole Heat yeah. team. That's what they do. Um, and Dwight Howard has just been not healthy, and he hasn't really been showing. I think his first his debut, he had 20 points, but he had three rebounds. Like, Dwight, Surprise. in your job description, it says we'd like you to rebound the ball. Even though you had 20 points, we need more rebounds from you. But is it like a surprise? Like, Dwight Howard's <laughs> done mean, in the NBA. He yeah. should just retire. He looked really good last year. I think it's just his attitude is just terrible. Uh, Gordon Hayward has not been good. I think this is just because of the emergence of Jason Tatum, and they still have Jalen Brown there, so it's going to kind of tough for him to fit in with that squad. And then Andrew Wiggins. But now that Jimmy Butler's gone, maybe we will see a new – uh, look for Andrew Wiggins on that fantasy front, and maybe he will be a absolute baller this year. But I don't know. It's so early in the year. These are just some guys that would kind of got off to a slow start. I'm guessing Dwight Howard will continue to do this. Otto Porter continue to do this. The other three guys, I think they could pick it up a little bit. But that, yeah, that's what I we mean, got. I no debates there, Rob. I agree with you. Another guy um, you got to give some recognition to is um, Kemba Walker. 
Kemba Walker's been Cardiac there. Kemba, baby, gonna, getting buckets. Yeah, I just needed to throw that in there. I was thinking about it because you said, you know, Howard and then and Charlotte. Charlotte yeah. like, dude, Kemba Walker's been balling out from UConn. That man is getting a big contract next year. Oh, huge. Come through to New Jordan York. Jordan better pay that man. I got to see him. Pay Honestly, that man. I'm a Nets fan. Got to see him in a Knicks uniform, though. I need to see Kemba back in, in the garden. Back in the garden. Exactly. Maybe. It would be. It would be. It would be a, a sight to behold to see Kemba Walker right. wearing the orange and blue. That'd be something. Something else. I. I got chills. It's just probably a childhood about it. dream for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those are our fantasy fast break. That's it for this episode of the Talking True Hoops podcast, episode number thirty-seven. If you're watching on YouTube, definitely give us a subscribe, comment on what you think of the Jimmy Butler, Carmelo. The Lakers, all the college basketball stuff we talked about. Uh, if you got any fantasy questions, uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram. Uh, you know, give on uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and subscribe and uh, leave us a rate and review on there. Nick, you got anything to leave with the people before this uh, week of basketball continues? Anything else you'd like to talk about before the UConn game? I was about to say, let's go Huskies. Let's go Huskies, baby! All right, catch us next week. been listening to the Talkin' True Hoops podcast with Robert Schlatter and Nick Parabolos. One-stop shopping for great basketball talk. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to keep up with all future TTH content. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow our social medias at Talkin' True Hoops on Twitter and Instagram. Catch us next time.